Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. brought his contract to the two presidential campaigns. The Biden camp said they wanted to sit down after the election. But President Trump's son-in-law and top advisor Jared Kushner met with him for three hours. They listened, heard what I had to say. There is no place in the United States of America where two, three, four-hour wait to vote is acceptable. Especially with members of the ultra-Orthodox community. They have never complied with the rules. Don't sweat it. Don't worry. That noise you heard, the violence at the end, it was just some uh, mobs beating the crap out of Jewish people in New York City. All is fine. No problem whatsoever. It's not that, uh, you know, it's not that that Governor Cuomo is uh, creating an atmosphere where maybe there might be some animus against Jewish people now. (laughs) So that they're uh, getting beat on. But no, these there's a good reason for these Jewish people to be beat on. They were uh, supporting President Trump in a good, open-minded blue state like New York City. Jesus, it's incredible. It is incredible. So uh, that happened today. And that is, um, by the way, I was uh, out. Um, and I want to, you, you know what? I, I could use your help in this. I today must have brought 20 bags of leaves to the dump. And the way I see it right now, I'm going to need 150 <laughs> more bags. I've never seen so many leaves. I have never seen so many leaves in my life. I, they just keep coming. And I don't know what to do. So last year, I tried to burn some in the burn barrel. When I got the burn barrel out there and ready, the thing is I can't really smoke everybody out with leaf um, smoke. It bothers people. Wait, do people... Does does your audience actually know about the real burn barrel? I don't know. If ever, I don't know if you've ever talked about right, it. Right. So this. this this is called the burn barrel podcast, Tom Shattuck's burn barrel, because I have a burn barrel. It's that <laughs> a literal burn barrel. Right. Exactly. I'm that uh, nuanced and that much of a deep thinker. Uh, a burn barrel, and so the idea is that because with my actual burn barrel, I have been accused of burning just about everything <laughs> that burns. True. Regardless of its um, of its chemical makeup. Um, and um, so uh, the idea is that this is a burn barrel that we can talk about anything. Just like anything burns, anything we can talk about anything, I guess. I, I got to think of a better reason for why it's called the burn barrel. But I love the burn barrel, and it's wonderful, this podcast, but the also the real bar- burn barrel. And um, so if you have some – if you have a secret about leaves, man, I mean, I can't really – like last year I think I burned some – certainly in the burn barrel, which like I said – is it it's a makes for a horrible smell. They're usually damp leaves. For the record, if the fire department is listening to this podcast, we are toasting marshmallows over the burn barrel. That's what we are doing. Burning stuff right. in our it, driveway. Just exactly. So you know. Yes. It's not it's absolutely not styrofoam. 
or uh, an entire dresser from um, Ikea last year, which was my personal <laughs> best, uh, including the, the wheels. Um, okay, so so that's happening in New York City. There was a Trump rally today. The Jews for Trump or something they were called. Jewish Trump fans were out there. Ridiculously this, huge listen turnout. Listen to this woman. This is before the, the, before the rally happened this morning. This woman is just goes out in front of Trump Tower to um, she's a Trump fan to talk about uh, to talk about the rally that's coming up a little bit later today, and she notices that the Black Lives Matter mural has been painted over. And at the end of her little video, she does she gives thumbs up. She's happy about it. But just this is not this is not like a list um, cold audio. But I love this woman's accent so much. So I'm out here in front of Trump Towers. Ready to do a big march, and uh, uh, the march starts at uh, like 12.30. So anybody that wants to come down, come down. Look what happened to the BLM mural last night. Look at this Wow. Destroyed. Believe it destroyed. So I'm out here in front of Trump Towers. How awesome is that accent? I'm sorry. <laughs> is there any chance that she's ever smoked, do you think? I don't know, Alice. I'm not an elitist like you, you know? I like Ooh. that accent. It wouldn't kill you to have a bit of an accent, a harsh <laughs> accent like that. I'm all for it. I was I was all I was I was a fan of Fran Drescher in the nineties for similar reasons. All right. So this audio that we played of that uh, of Cuomo, we won't play you the, the Jewish people getting beat on in the middle of New York, but Black Lives Matter and Antifa jumped them today. And uh and, of course, uh, harass the cops as well. Just the normal stuff that happens now in 2020. Um, but as long as it wasn't the poor boys doing it, that that's fine, <laughs> I think. So, But uh, but but Alice actually found this, this Cuomo audio for him talking about the problematic Jewish population in this city. This is about 10 days old, but it is really just excellent. It's part of a TV package. As enforcement ramps up in New York's cluster zones, Governor Cuomo today again made it clear in a telephone conference call who he felt the problem was. Some of the complexity in the enforcement here, especially with members of the ultra-Orthodox community, mm -hmm. they have never complied with the rules. They just don't comply. That's they're just the, always a problem. They're problematic. That group of people, they don't... Hmm. This comes a day after the governor announced he would withhold funding from local governments who do not enforce the rules at schools, including yeshivas. So hopefully uh, that will motivate them because nothing else I have done... <laughs> That'll motivate them. Hopefully the money will motivate them, Cuomo says. Oh, vicious. So I, bad. I don't so wanna, bad. I mean, I, I don't want to have to smoke them out of there, but we will. <laughs> so Just motivated them. And later pointed out that yeshivas receive a significant amount of funding. I guarantee if a yeshiva gets closed down and they're not going to get state funding, you will see compliance. So Can you imagine? <laughs> they're very sensitive to money. You know, they're money changers, if you didn't know. <laughs> Jesus. If you cut off the money, then they'll comply. Oh, okay. That's their Cuomo. primary motivation. Thank you, Governor Cuomo. <laughs> wow. I mean, doesn't this work? Doesn't this worry people? None of I this mean, is a dog really? whistle whatsoever. Just, None of this is a dog whistle. It's other shocking than, what you can get away with if you're other a Democrat. Than the mayor and the, other than the mayor and the governor, there's uh, hardly anybody in elected leadership who has a problem with the Jews in New York. Good luck with that. So uh, today also um, is something very telling. We've, we've got some audio from AOC and from Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan, the governor, who's a little crazy as well. Uh, and you can tell now that they're having trouble. You know, the polls are still looking good. So they're having trouble really completely hiding the playbook. Biden has made it very clear that if he's not getting rid of fracking, if he's not getting rid of fossil fuels immediately, it's going to be happening soon. I mean, that's not it's not really a a gaffe when this comes this easy. I have one final Would question. Would he close it down falls, the oil industry? It falls, Would you close down the oil industry? Way, I would transition from the oil industry. Yes. Oh, I will transition. It is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would transition yeah if you work in the oil industry that looks a lot like closing down by the way prepare to be transitioned right out of your job basically stop why would you do that because the oil industry pollutes 
significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But That's you can't a big do statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, let him. because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry. I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas. Excuse me, to the to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We actually do all give right. it to solar and wind. We and have that's one. Give, it's all solar and wind is red, by, but that doesn't matter. The fact is that he said essentially the transition of the oil industry. Can you imagine that? So we know what's going to happen, and, and you know Biden says that because he means it, of course, because the people with the power and the and the the people with the energy in his party are completely against fossil fuels, and they want it ended now. When AOC rolled out the Green New Deal two years ago, it wasn't tongue-in-cheek when she did it. It was a serious proposal. Remember, they had a little white paper on it. <laughs> so here's Governor Whitmer uh, today. She's on with Chris Wallace on Fox News, and uh, he asks her about these issues. The question, I guess, is for people who depend on oil and gas jobs, including the auto workers in Michigan, why should they trust Joe Biden on energy? Well, Joe Biden pays attention to science. We know that whether it's COVID-19 or climate change, Joe Biden is eager to eliminate subsidies, as is really what his policy is. We shouldn't be subsidizing an industry that is continuing to contribute to climate change. He's not going to end fossil fuels. He's not going to end a lot of these industries from day one, but we should have a real conversation around so an oil subsidy is an oil carve out is a carve out for an incentives for oil companies to comply by certain certain government government mandates and get tax credits for them just like any subsidy in anybody else's taxes like you yourself um you know have carve outs and exceptions etc and incentives etc in any other any other industry so this is a favorite thing of the left to say like the oil people they're getting extra you know they're getting extra love here not really. First of all, we need the oil industry. The oil industry makes the cars go, among other things. And this winter, plastics. You know, th- I mean, it's thirty. It's going to be you know thirty degrees like tomorrow in Massachusetts. The oil industry is largely responsible for heating houses, among other things. Ending subsidies and putting investment into green jobs and investment into electric vehicles, investment into things that are really sustainable that pay have good paying jobs and don't compromise what about about fracking where governor what about fracking where he was against it before he was sustainable good paying jobs the oil industry has wonderful good paying jobs you kidding Mm -hmm. me jesus for it well, Chris, you've covered lots of campaigns and you know that sound bites can make a candidate look as though they're not being consistent. However, the fact of the matter is Joe Biden's always been consistent about following the science and believing that we should stake a path out that protects American jobs. And that's that's what Joe Biden's whole plan is about building back better, building back better. Now, remember, in case you missed it in there, I've extracted the, the meaty part of this. Remember, every time she says following the silent science, that is a nod. That is the uh, that is uh, saluting AOC and Bernie Sanders and everybody in Davos and all the excited, excited, ultra wacko progressives. That's a Green New Deal nod. They like that. So just listen to this, what she said right here, because Joe Biden has to win. So some normal hardworking people, especially in those Rust Belt states, have to vote for him. So if he says the oil industry is going down for good, like he did in the debate, which they've been trying to clean up ever since, if he (laughs) says it's going to transition immediately, those folks will not vote for him because they have families and lives and they're honorable people and they just simply want to live and they're not going to sacrifice their livelihood for some jerk in, in a Brooklyn loft somewhere who spends his days beating up Jews in the streets uh, for wearing Trump hats, and then uh, you know it, it, it works the other you know days in uh, what 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 does my Brooklyn Loft person work as, Alice? Maybe they work in an art gallery. I like that. Good. <clears throat> okay, so listen to Whitmer's answer again on. Um, fossil fuels. He's not going to end fossil fuels. He's not going to end a lot of these industries. Okay, sounds pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. 
Not going to end fossil fuels. Yep. That's a definitive statement. Yes. Not going to end a lot of these industries. Let's listen again. He's not going to end fossil fuels. He's not going to end a lot of these industries from day one. Oh, <laughs> well, what, what? Say again. He's not going to end fossil fuels. He's not going to end a lot of these industries from day one. Well, what the <laughs> frick do you know? <laughs> if that's not a sign off to AOC and Bernie. You know, and splitting hair so everybody gets theirs. No, he's not going to end it. Absolutely not. Just in the next 15 years, it will be gone. So if you're 15 years, you crazy. There's no way it's 15 years. 2028 is the world is we're going to be a tundra in six years, Alice. The world is ending. I don't know. I don't know. But I did a project. But he's not going to do it from day one. It's not going to happen. So that's fine. It's just from day one. It's not going to happen. He is absolutely going to do it. And, well, I mean, that's him. Kamala's going to do we it, you mean. Right, well, Kamala or him, or we don't know who. President Nancy Pelosi. Whoever it is. Whoever. Whoever it is. Exactly. So, I mean, who knows? But the power brokers in the, in the, uh, in the party now, they're trying to, like I said, they're trying to temper their enthusiasm in front of you, but they know that the good times are about to ha- happen. There's AOC with Jake Do you Tapper. think that that's going to be a major part of your role under a potential Biden administration, trying to push him to the left? Well, you know, I don't want to... Well, holy hell yes, um, but no... Um, so let me try to answer this in a way that doesn't answer this. Start counting our chickens before they hatch. I believe that we need to be focused on winning the White House, period. The fact of the matter is there are many critical states that are on the line, uh, whether it's Florida, whether it's Georgia, Pennsylvania, etc. And we need to make sure that, the, that we win this White House. Frankly, I think it would be a privilege and it would be a luxury for us to be talking about what we would lobby uh, the next Democratic and how we would push the next Democratic administration. But Jake, before we phase out all fossil fuels on day two, <laughs> we first have to win, okay? So right. Let's, Pennsylvania guys. is a critical state, so we can't say what we think about fracking. So don't hold me to anything on fracking. We have to win Pennsylvania first. But then I'll push the Biden administration. Uh, in terms of my role, you know, I believe that that has been my role and my role is consistent in making sure that we push the Democratic Party to have a larger vision for our future, to listen to the needs of the working class, of people who are living paycheck to paycheck, young mm-hmm. people, people of color, uh, because I believe that is the base of the Democratic Party and that mm-hmm. who that is who we are you know, that, that it, it is our job to make sure that we are serving all people in the United States and particularly our base. And so, you know, is my job to push the Democratic Party? Absolutely. And that has yeah. been my job since and that has been a, a part of my role since I've been elected. Particularly, particularly our base. OK. Mm-hmm. I know how you know he- what I've noticed? The working class really cares about ending fracking. That's something that I've observed that's really high on their list of priorities. Oh, God. What are they? I didn't get the Biden thing today. That's what the chumps care about, right? Yeah, the chumps in Pennsylvania. I think you can play that straight out of the player. I think that's clean audio right there. It's in your DMs and Twitter. Where is Biden with the chumps? Oh, there he is. Here's the chumps. Hold on. Get down here. You get down here. Those who don't support me. Hold on. Jesus Christ. This is the problem with playing it straight out of the player is that the volume is never good. Sorry. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't sweat it, chump. <laughs> I'll work as hard for those who don't support me as those who do, including those chumps with the microphone out there. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> the chumps in that case, there's some Trump people who are making noise out in the distance there because there are more Trump people who show up to harass Biden's <laughs> rallies than go to Biden's rallies. <laughs> But those chumps, the new deplorables, they're in trouble. They're on notice, and uh, I hope he doesn't call them chumps during every campaign appearance he makes during every day, Alice. Have you, <laughs> have you oh, taken man. a look at his schedule so far? Oh, and how? Man. Where can we? I actually would like to check Biden out in the trail and see uh, maybe tomorrow, or the next day, to fly out to one of these states. So, what is his schedule? So Biden called the lid today. I'm seeing people saying on Twitter. I don't know. I haven't seen this confirmed by a major news source yet, but I'm seeing people on Twitter say he's not going to do any live campaigning between now and Election Day. You're kidding me. What are the chumps supposed to do? <laughs> How, where are the chumps supposed to go see him on the trail? I don't know. Um, I mean... I don't know. We're nine days away from an election. They had better hope. I Clearly, I mean, I think 
that he's up in the polls right now still. Um, they better hope they win and that they win handily. Because if you lose an election after not campaigning through most of the month of October and not doing any interviews or answering any questions for day on, days upon days of September. I mean, really September and October. He's called a lid like half of the time. It's kind of shocking. I mean, he better, like I say, he better hopes, he better hope, sorry, I'm struggling with words today. He better hope that he wins by a very big margin because if he does not, this is going to look really, really bad. That he just skipped the presidential campaign. Uh, yeah. Well, it's leaving the chumps uh, with nothing to do as well. That is going to be a tough one, and we'll see exactly what what happens there. But, oh man! All right, let me get to. So we've done uh, Gretchen Whitmer this week. Um, my man Ice Cube is in the news again. He spoke to Chris Wallace today for Fox News Sunday. And, uh, you know, so it's Ice Cube now, 50 Cent last week, and obviously Kanye has been in the news forever. Do you have, uh, by the way, the um, Chelsea Handler? Oh, God dang it. I need that. Sorry. How did I? Did you send that to me? Yes, and I was asking you about it while you were getting audio, but you had your headphones on. And Where I is the Chelsea? Me. It's in your DMs. Dang. Say something. Phil Alice. Right. So uh, what we're seeing is that... Um, Hillary Clinton struggled a little bit with uh, the black vote. She did not get as much of it as Obama did, and she had lower turnout than Obama did in the black community. And Biden needs to really improve on that. So uh, he's been doing things like going on The Breakfast Club and telling people that they're not really black unless they vote for him. So we'll see how that works out as a strategy to get the black voters. So I found the handler audio quite a while um, ago. I'm just seeing where you're going with this here as you're feeling here. <laughs> Where you sputter to uh, exactly? <laughs> well, you know. Okay, so so, uh, so and then here's their next strategy to get the black vote. Now that they've lost fifty cent ice cube, let's see what the Democratic Party's next uh, campaign strategy is here to get the black vote on board. Oh. You heard about my ex boyfriend, right? Fifty cent. This is Chelsea Handler talking to a a frightened, horrified <laughs> Jimmy Fallon and his support of. Of, of uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, what's going on between you? I, I saw your tweets and I go, wait, what's happening? Because you said he was your favorite ex-boyfriend and then he, what does he do? He's supporting Trump? He says he doesn't want to pay 62% of taxes, which, by the way, isn't a plan of Joe Biden's. That's, that's, that's a lie. So he doesn't want to pay 62% of taxes because he doesn't want to go from being 50 cents to 20 cents. <laughs> and, I, and I had to remind him that he was a black person so he can't vote for Donald Trump and that he shouldn't be influencing an entire swath of people who may listen to him because he's worried about his own personal pocketbook. So I haven't heard back from him yet, but I, I am willing to, you know, seal the deal in more ways than one if he changes his mind and publicly denounces Donald Trump. I might be willing to go for another spin, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think um, 50 will have... Um we'll have other options chelsea no <laughs> offense but uh wow what is this he's a black guy and obviously she knows what you know as, as a black person she knows the black people are very simple people according to chelsea handler and they can't because you're a black you absolutely cannot think for yourself the rule is you have to vote for trump and tell your swath of other black people too <laughs> that they're not allowed to vote for anybody i don't think you should says very white chelsea handler well done. Nobody's racist in this one whatsoever. Jimmy Fallon, he must be like, oh, my God, how did this happen to me? Where, I, where is my life like this that we stopped doing comedy and I have to talk to these absolute activist idiots, dolts like this? By the way, um, FYI, you're black, so you can't vote for Trump. Yeah, that's a good way to go. That's a good strategy. People like to be told in by ultra, ultra High tower condescending uh, elites, what they can and can't do, and what they can and can't think. People generally like to be told that. Especially I find. because of their race. That's especially, yes. they love to be told, like, well, you're this race, so you can't do this. Oh, man. That Woo! is vicious. Oh, that is vicious. Thank you for finding that, Alice. Let me go to your buddy's audio now. So, this is Alice's schoolmate. 
chum and friend. Did you date this man, Alice? No, I never dated Alice? this person. And I'm honestly not that close to this person. I you did dated not him. date this person. No. But this is somebody I went to high school with. Um, I went to Lexington, Massachusetts High School, um, which is a very liberal high school. All right. What was this fellow's name? Uh, this is Andy Reiner. Okay. Uh, he was in a, a band in high school playing fiddle and stuff, but um, this is his latest musical project. Anyway. And I just want you to hear this when we play this. He's serious about this. This is a song that he composed that he stands behind. He is serious about this. And if he wasn't serious about this, he wouldn't be in a um, music video of him standing on, I believe, is the Fells in, in Middlesex. No, he Town. moved to Colorado, so that's a real mountain, I think. Wow, you've been keeping tabs on your ex, Alice. <laughs> it's not, uh, my, I don't it's not my ex. No disrespect. I don't want any problem it's with It's not my ex. Wow, speaking of you. Not my ex. You're, you're his Chelsea Handler. No. Yes, you are. No. Don't go for another spin no. with him, Alice. Here we go. No. Ready? I just want to eat well, sleep well, and celebrate with friends. Just want to work and be part of our community. Hey, Andy, um, during your incredibly simplistic, unsymbolic, and pedestrian lyrics, when should we start harmonizing? You know what? Let, let me get in the sleep well and eat well line and begin right after that. Jump right in after that. Okay, that's Jack Wolf and uh, Colin McKinley. Or those were all Andy. I don't even know. Spend time outdoors and with our loved ones. This cannot be serious. I don't know any. This is serious. I don't know any semi-homeless person. person who playing the guitar at Faneuil Hall, or those the dudes who just play the the tops of the buckets. I don't know anybody who sucks as bad at anything. He cannot, and I. No offense, I know that you care for him, but I. No, I don't accuse me. He can't. This he can't. This can't be his occupation. Yeah, he's a musician. He's a. He moved to Colorado. He's a musician. Oh well, then. Okay. Oh my well. god. But now we pull our heads out of the sand. Is that literal? Heads in the sand? Or did he make up? Is that a metaphor? That's a metaphor. Oh, I see. Like ostriches. Oh, I see. Okay, good. We stand together and say, we do not support this. We believe in human rights. We believe in equality. We so That's him on the fiddle, too, by the way. So I assume that's maybe his primary job might be a fiddle because right. his singing is wanting, I would say, Alice, and his lyrics are profoundly moronic. Yeah. Or is this? I mean, unless he's like, is this like? He could, so the was he heavily influenced by the um, by the uh, Juno soundtrack? Maybe <laughs> I don't know about that but i know that the claim to fame of the band that he and some other people had at high, in high school was that they were like a metal band that featured fiddling oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> jesus <sighs> great okay so how come ahead. it doesn't feature um singing could it feature singing before he brings so, in the fiddle oh can you imagine that by the way, uh, guys, if you didn't notice, we have a gimmick here. It's a fiddle in a metal band. We're rethinking. We're rethinking metal. They were in high school, okay? We're rethinking like, metal. We graduated. You know, I think we you take, should we're play taking, some We're of taking their... all of okay. the expertise, wisdom, and life experience that we learned from the streets of Lexington, Massachusetts. <laughs> you know, where sometimes... Well, they did the, a lot of weed. Where the so... CVS is open 24 hours, and if that's not open, you can go to the uh, Shaw's and hang out in the produce section there. And uh, steal oyster crackers from the stale uh, uh, soup uh, station. I don't like your ex-boyfriend, Alice. I'm this sorry. This is not my ex-boyfriend. No, boy I don't no, know. He is no, your, your, no he, that your, is slander. He's your 50. That is believe slander. Believe in freedoms when they do not harm others. We believe in a free press. We believe in objective truth. I think one of the real the the deals is when you're writing lyrics, 
is you just don't say a bunch of shit. Um, his like he might as well just be reading his shopping list at this at this moment. I need some Q-tips and shaving cream. Hopefully, there's two to one, two for one, and Bogo on the gel kind. <sighs> I parked too close to the carriage canal. Let me pack up out of it so Sheila can get out. She's my new Alice. Um, I did so not date this. You dated person. him, absolutely. No, I did yes, not. You did. Yes, you did. All right, hold on. <gasps> I don't like this guy. I, I was, didn't date him. I don't. We, I, Congratulations I, to you for not liking him. I well, also didn't date him, though. He's your fifty. We must stand together and say Donald Trump is an enemy of democracy and equal rights. Donald Trump is an enemy of climate. No, it has to rhyme with equal rights now. <laughs> Donald Trump is an enemy of 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 uh, democracy and equal rights. Now you have to rhyme that. <laughs> Fiddler. And wildlife. Donald Trump is an wildlife enemy of do compassion and empathy. This is his uh, vote. Uh, check your registration. This is like the middle eighth, the bridge of the song where they're going <laughs> badass, apparently. And It would be an interesting and welcome nuance change if I already didn't want to feed myself into a tree shredder because it's awful. So I don't know if he if I'm being played. I don't know. I mean, you know him better than I do. I don't know if it, if if it's supposed to be this horrifically bad a song or if he's screwing around. If he's very funny but subtle. Maybe he's funny but subtle like no, Zach is, Galifianakis, I guess. No. I say So does he do this for a living? Does he is making music sure. his I job? I'm not sure. I haven't. Honestly, I'm going to like, assume like some other musicians that I've that uh, he's primarily found, a waiter and then or that he works in a facility that um, works in cannabis. Possibly that's also possibly true. Yes, I would say that that's most likely true. Oh my god! We all have a friend says their vote doesn't matter. Silence. <laughs> I want very bad things to happen to this person, Alice. I'm sorry. And, and I, I don't. He's your guy, but want, I um. And, no, I sent you the song because I thought you'd enjoy this. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy. <laughs> he's. Everything about this sucks, and the fact that he's a good fiddler does not make it better. That is a bad thing to be a good fiddler. Screw if you're a fiddler. In very rare cases, unless you're Charlie Daniels, get the hell out of here with your fiddle. I don't like this guy. He makes me hate this country. You know what? I hate this country now. I'm also <laughs> moving. I'm moving. If Biden wins, I'm moving to whatever you move to. Your apathy leads our nation to disaster we must shake them awake until they register no okay he's gotta be joking he <laughs> no, can't no no he's, he's joking. joking this is not he's joking he's joking to he was us joking. to you i will me, join i will join isis if if you're saying that he's not joking he's not joking and that he is somebody who people talk to as if he's a human being and to be taken I seriously. I think he's even married. I don't even I know. I see he's got I a wedding ring married. on. He's got some kind of ring on. I don't know. Sorry, <sighs> Alice. Always a bridesmaid. Um, <laughs> I uh, think this I've done very is, well for This the person is um, on. I, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I can, I can, I'm not going to let him ruin my Sunday. No more of this. You guys can check him out. His name is... Um, Andy Reiner. Andy Reiner. He's this... Oh, my Christ. Oh, no, God. Oh, my God. There, he's got comments. And they're doting comments. So with you, beautiful song. That's not a beautiful song. <laughs> That's not a beautiful song. 
It's not any more beautiful a song than my blender is a beautiful song. Go ahead, Sally. Go ahead. Distract me from this horrific thing. This is mommy's ex-boyfriend here. No, it is not. You see him? No. I he never is. dated this person. Like Stop telling lies about me. Does it look like a jerk? Stop. I don't know. I did not date this person. Yes, he does. What can we help you with? Um, Anson got booed. Just answer. Oh, you got booed? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that, not from the crowd, by the way. That means that he got somebody gave him Halloween stuff. Really? That's great. Yeah. Just some of the stuff with peanuts. I think it was the neighbors. Oh, okay. Oh, oh it was peanuts? Take out the peanuts stuff, obviously. Okay. He's allergic to peanuts, just in case. If any of you listening want to boo my son, he's allergic to peanuts. <laughs> you know who I wish was allergic to peanuts but ate a bunch of them right now? This guy right here. Okay. I am going to change the subject, Alice, because you've now... Uh, You've uh, now made me. I find all the best musical numbers, and I want the record to show that I am also. Uh, some of you may remember from the Michael Graham show back in oh, the day. Stop it! No, I am the person who found and sent to the Michael Graham show producer at the time, who was Tom Shattuck, uh, the song um, "A Thousand Ways to F You Back," that was very uh, a big hit during did the we, Occupy did I era. Did I grab us for this for this for this show? Did I, I think grab you it? did at one point grab it for this show. So this was a guy who was in the Occupy protest, and he made a really great song. Um, that's what I don't see it. You don't see it there, but anyway, that's what when I showed that swears when I got him. When I showed Tom um, this song, he said it's no a thousand ways to f you back. So, oh, dang it! Or you know what? I named it something stupid. That's a good. We'll play that next time. <laughs> Did you search for M R E A I or whatever that other yeah, thing Marie, is Hilif? called? <laughs> we'll play that no we'll play that at some other time. So that's Alice's ex. We'll move on to uh we played did we play my Chris Wallace with my my guy Ice Cube or not? Um I feel like we started it. Did we finish it? Did we did we finish did it? Did we get distracted from Chris Wallace and Ice Cube? Did we? Cube brought his contract Cube. Chris Wallace can't <laughs> be saying Cube. Cube brought his contract to the two <laughs> presidential campaigns. The Biden camp said they wanted to sit down after the election. But President Trump's son-in-law and top advisor Jared Kushner met with him for three hours. They listened, heard what I had to say, and um, pumped up their plan and presented it to the people on September, I believe, 24th. We call it the Platinum Plan. Two weeks ago, Cube praised the president's Platinum Plan to invest $500 billion in black communities. Democrats, they, you know, they got every black celebrity and shit on their team, so they just figure, you know, tell Q to shut the fuck up and vote. That <laughs> is when the backlash started. Some people called you a sellout. Some people said you were working with the dark side. But to sit down with that man who only uses... I think this is D.L. Hughley or somebody. It's black people for caricatures, only for backdrops, only for photo ops, it is insulting. By the way, um, are you new to the Democratic Party, D.L. Hugling? <laughs> are you serious right now? Come on, man. Come on, man. I told everybody that, you know, I'm not playing politics with this. I'm willing to meet with anybody who could bring this to, uh, to life and uh, make it a reality. Cube shot to fame in the 1980s as part of the group N.W.A. Writing and rapping. I wish Wallace had said the, all the words out loud to what N.W.A. means. <laughs> On albums like Straight Outta Compton. No, we didn't call it gangster rap back then. It was called reality rap. People were attracted to the real, the raw, the, the passion, uh, the truth in it. He says he doesn't know whether he'll vote for Trump or Biden, but he does have a plan. Has Cube mellowed over the years? I still think it's a bunch of stupid people that keep this system in place. But for the most part, I understand why it's there. Whether Donald Trump is reelected or Joe Biden wins and becomes the new president. Why would he ask Cube? Has Cube mellowed? I think it's just another excuse for him to get to call Ice Cube Cube. Think he's cool. What are you going to be doing to try to push the system over the next four years? 
Will Cube be keeping it real? You may find pressure points. That's the only way you can push. Um, you know, my daddy told me a long time ago, no matter who's the president, you got to get up and go to work in the morning. And always remember that. So no matter who's the president, I'm going to get up and go to work in the morning. If I wasn't to my soul afraid that he would beat the tar out of me, I would make <laughs> I would take issue with him calling his father daddy, but what do I know? What do I know? AOC uh, also jumped in front of the microphone today in or yesterday in New York and is uh, salty about the time it's taking for people to vote. There is no place in the United States of America where two, three, four hour waits to vote is acceptable. And just because it's happening in a blue state doesn't mean that it's not voter suppression. You know, if we are waiting three hours, four hours, five hours, if this was happening in a swing If there are enough people who are out there enthusiastically storming the polls this far ahead of the election, doesn't that mean that there's extremely robust voting happening and not voter suppression. There is voter inclusion happening. Well, right. It's also there are more poll workers and stuff on regular voting day and not these early voting days when they tend to be lower staffed and, you know, it's the wait might be longer. But the first couple of days of early voting, we've seen this in a few states. Don't run out and go vote on the first or second or third day when early voting is available. Just take your time a little bit. You can also mail in your ballot. In Massachusetts, you can still register. I think, is today the last day to register? Or was it yesterday? I don't know. But we're like still far enough out that you can still register in Massachusetts. A lot of states have same-day registration. New Hampshire has same-day registration. It's not that Why didn't the skiing fiddler Andy Reiner not ratchet voter uh, suppression into his... Uh, <laughs> Into his masterpiece. Well, that's what uh, the CEO of Expensify said the election's oh, really about. That's right. I forgot all about that. What the hell was that about again? The Expensify CEO oh, right. emailed. Did we talk about that already? No, we didn't. Oh. Um, but uh, the so this company, Expensify, that does um, you know expense reports for individuals and companies, they emailed not just their internal company, not just their customers, but every email address they have of everyone who works for one of their customers. So if you use Expensify for your expense reports and, you know, they have all your employees' emails to, like, log into the system, they emailed all your employees um, to tell them that they have to vote for Biden, uh, they can't sit out this election, that it's immoral, and that... Uh, they are literally suppressing voters, and it's the end of democracy if they don't get out there and vote for Biden. So that's insane to me. It's a huge misuse of customer data, and um, I hope that every company that uses them drops them and they go out of business very soon. That would Unless, be of course, they want to advertise on this podcast, in which case, please feel free. That's fine. Yeah, in which I case, can... we love Expensify, and, and I know what a, a good bold uh, theme song by for the CEO. I just want to eat well, sleep well, and, and do my expenses. <laughs> All right. All right. How's your beer, Alice, by the way? It's fantastic. Alice and I are going to be good starting this week, so we're uh, having a Sunday beer together. I'm having a Harpoon Camp Wana Mango. And Alice is having a Smirnoff. A uh, Smirnoff limited edition yes. right, red, white, and berry seltzer. So exactly. it's very patriotic. Exactly. State, there would be national coverage. So I don't want us to think that just because this is a blue state that this isn't a problem. This is very clearly a problem. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. But uh, that being said, at the same time, I am thrilled to see how many people who are overcoming this injustice waiting in the lines anyway, bringing community supplies, snacks, lawn chairs. You know, we are going to overcome this hurdle so that we can elect the folks that will make sure that this will not be a problem in the future. Uh, when you say voter suppression, do you suggest that you think here in New York City it's being done intentionally? Listen, voter suppression, it could be intentional, it could be unintentional. You know, I, I think that uh, at the end of the day, if, you, if the line to your polling place is so long that you don't vote, that is a form of disenfranchisement. And is it a form of disenfranchisement if you're in New York City and you're uh, voting for Donald Trump and you're marching in the street and a bunch of hooligans attack you and beat the <laughs> crap out of you? No. No. Do they get lawn chairs? Jeez. Does AOC bring them snacks? 
voter suppression. It's just hard for me to get into it. It's hard for me to get into <laughs> it. Where's my friend? So I'm out here in front of Trump Towers, ready to do a big <laughs> march, and uh, uh, the march starts at uh, like 12:30. So anybody that wants to come down, come down. Look what happened to the BLM mural last night. Look at this. <laughs> wow. Joy. I went. I went to Trump Tower in 2016. Uh, or is, is it 20- Trump Tower or Trump Tower? It's Trump Tower. I don't argue with her. I don't want any problem <laughs> with her. I went to Trump Towers in, in 20. <laughs> right at shortly after he won, and um, when was that? When I went with uh, Joe to New York City, and we went in, and we was I mean, it like a talkers thing or something? Yeah, it was, but it was, but but we were up on on Fifth Avenue to. I just wanted to check it out actually, and um, it's a nice building. And there's a bar in there that you go to, and it was all MAGA hat people in the bar. It was very funny because that's, you know, that's their Mecca. In New York, (laughs) it's nowhere really where you're not going to get tossed for liking (laughs) Donald Trump. But it was a nice place. It was a good place. I gave it good reviews. It was uh, cool. There's a little outdoor section there. Well, that's the whole Trump thing, right? Like, even so we're here in, you know, occupied territory. If you are planning to vote for Trump, you are living behind enemy lines in massachusetts here where we are but um you know whenever there's like a republican event or something they'll have like trump wine or trump this trump that people show off their trump tie or whatever you know it's all about you have to get the trump merchandise so that you're cool basically so you know Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm, is what it is mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe it's growing on me just want to work and be part of our community. I, I don't understand it. I mean, he's... He's purposefully not singing lyrics. He's singing this, like, credo to um, to uh, social democracy or something I don't get it. So maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. But I don't like his fiddle. And I don't <laughs> love this guy. No offense once again, Allison. He's your guy. But um, I'm going to pretend that he never happened here. What else is going on? Anything? It's like the um, Kevin Williamson podcast with, uh, with, uh, let's see. with um, Charlie, Charlie. What's Charlie's name from National Review? Charlie C.W. Cook? Is that it? Yeah. Charles C.W. Cook? Yes. Expat. Yeah. Then, if you ever listen to the the, uh, it's called Mad Dogs and Englishmen. The Charles C. W. Cook, who's always good, and Kevin Williamson, who's terrible and never in a good mood. In it, he's like, "Yeah, Charlie, anything else? Should we go? Should we wrap it up?" And Charlie's like, "Well, we've only talked for eleven seconds. Maybe we should try to." He's like, "Yeah, okay, okay." But I think we're done here, Alice. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, we didn't talk about your friend um, who made the viral video about her dad voting for Biden. Yeah, that's incredible. I've tweeted this. I'll just check it out. It's this. Um, There's no audio, it's this, unfortunately. It's, a, it's really, one of the. But... I think she's probably. I know. I know. She's a terrible person. Anyway, she made this video using index cards. You know, like the Bob, old Bob Dylan video or Love Actually, where you use mm-hmm. where they hold up these poster boards with these messages saying her dad is dying of COVID. Not and, COVID, but something. Oh, he's dying of something, and um, and he's been a Trump fan his whole life, and now finally he's. Saying that you know what he just voted for Biden, even though he's going to be dead in about ten minutes. Now she's thrilled that her dad's doing that because that's all that really matters in life. And so, anyway, I don't. I've had enough. You know, we got to drink more of this beer. I've had enough. Um, she's really terrible. But check it out on Twitter. I've tweeted it out now, so then you can get mad too. And then just do yourself a favor and watch an hour uh, an hour's worth of videos of um, troops returning home and the dogs getting excited and jumping up and down all over them, which is what I do. <laughs> and uh, I'm not afraid to admit it. it. Makes me happy, happy, happy. All right, I guess we'll hit to the deck here. You know, it, it's a slower week than usual, but we're going to be action packed tomorrow. All sorts of stuff's going to happen tomorrow. Amy Bye. Coney Barrett's supposed to be confirmed tomorrow. Yep. ACB tomorrow, which is terrible. That goes against a dying wish, by the way. If, happy uh, Barrett Day, America. No, that goes against somebody's dying wish. So I don't want to hear about that. There's nothing happy about that. Um, and we will talk to you more. You know, so it's a final stretch. Essentially, it's tomorrow makes it Monday, which means that eight days from tomorrow is the election. 
and uh, we will see what happens. We'll prognosticate a little bit as well. Go over some of the uh, the good signs and not so good signs, and I mean, we'll just see where the hell we are. This is crazy, but we'll ride this uh, this this uh, final stretch out with you. Thanks so much for all the great reviews and all that stuff. I really appreciate all that. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday or Monday, whatever it is for you. If you're in um, uh, New York City and one of the few people left there, I'm sorry that the that the mayor has ruined your city. And if you're somebody who's Jewish, I'm sorry that you're being mistreated like this. And it seems to be okay with the media. It's a little bizarre. Anyway, thanks so much. I'm Tom Shattuck. At Tom Shattuck on Twitter. She's Al Shattuck. At, at Al Shattuck on Twitter. Take it easy. Say la vie. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.